Hi. Great. Hi. Um, we're going to do this. Do this damn thing. We're doing this. I have a hangover. We're going to do Weed for Jesus. Weed for Jesus. Hey, happy Easter. Um, Weegis. Uh, if you guys Someone's thought of Weegis before, right? <laughs> uh, a Weegis error, if they haven't. Use my Weegis board. <laughs> That's actually the part of skin that hangs off your elbows, your Weegis. <laughs> that was like three references really quickly yeah we're really smart when we're not burning on all cylinders yeah we're burning those cylinders (laughs) speaking of cylinders hey what's up let's put some weed in one of those and burn it with our oh we're in california this episode yeah this is uh canonically in california or colorado um i'm actually in colorado you're in in california hey what's up bro Shaka bra. Hey man, we're gonna go snowboarding down the mountain. Hey, why don't you put some French fries in that burrito? Hey guys, chill out. I'm doing a podcast. Yeah, man. Me and my bros here. We just love grooving on Mount Shasta. Yeah, totally, man. And like here in Colorado, it's all about hacky sack. Oh, nice. Um, and like going to Wegmans. You got to hack to get whack, man. Yeah, it's true. Um, so this is legal, is what we're saying. <sighs> yeah, I'd love not committing crimes. Um, <laughs> yeah, crimes are bad. I'm winking. You can't, you guys can't see. Wink. Honestly, though, crimes aren't that bad. I would like to do more crimes. I was thinking about starting to shoplift. Not from wine stores, guys. Not from wine stores. Mm-mm. From wine stores. I want to start shoplifting from wine stores. So it's bad. really just like, um, it's the rush. It's like the high that shall, you know, dare not speak its name. Yeah. Um, or we could kill somebody. I'm, I just finished reading Secret History. Uh-huh. For the second time, yeah. Um, uh, I I read that's the graphic. No, that's Secret War. Go on. Yeah, it's not. This does not involve Captain America. No, it's about a bunch of kids in a Greek class who do a murder. Cool. And I was like, man, imagine how good me and my friends' friendship would be if we killed someone together. Sure. I mean, it really it's a bonding thing, right? Yeah. I don't think I'd be good at murder, but I do think if I accidentally like killed somebody, I'd be pretty good at covering up. I've been like, having... I think I could dispose of a body. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've been having weird dreams since I started reading the book. Mm-hmm. Um, where I just like, I wake up, I, I feel like I did something wrong. Sure, but canonically, as a special boy, I haven't ever done a, a, a bad thing. This brings me right into um, one of the three things I wrote down, which is abolish prison. We should do that. Yeah, I was going to write down like we should free um, all people convicted of drug offenses from jail, but then I was like, why stop there? Get rid of jail. Yeah, I don't really feel safe that there's crime academies right. that people can escape from and be mad. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really, really good point. It's like, thank you. I was, I like make a lot a of good of, points. Like every time you found a scorpion in your shoe, you like put it under a bowl and then like hope that the bowl doesn't get like pushed over by accident because then you just got like twenty angry scorpions. And like to make this metaphor even better, sometimes you'd find like. You know, a mouse that was doing scorpion-like things. Right, but actually is completely innocent of any scorpion behavior. And you put it in there, and then it's like, well, I guess I got to get a stinger and pinchers and become an arachnid. Yeah, just survive in this environment. Its body becomes segmented. Yeah. That's what working out does to you. Yeah, for sure. The mouse gets ripped. Mm -hmm. Um, The mouse. just like, he gets like, he sharpens like a toothpick and ties it to his tail to be a stinger. I kind of like this mouse, actually. This sounds like we're inventing a really good cartoon. Yeah, TM, 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 TM. Um, Make sure to tune into Scorpion Jail uh, (laughs) starting uh, this fall. Scorpion Jail would be a fantastic tattoo (laughs) to have on the shaft of your penis. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This feels right. Okay. Um, So, 
Uh, before we count it off and do the episode, first of all, I'd like to welcome our guest, Psych. It's marijuana. Yeah, it's Mary Jane. What are you doing here? Can I bus? I'm dabbing. No one can see it, but I'm doing it. It's probably the loudest dab I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I mean, that's not the only thing that's loud. Oh, shit. These wines are also loud. My old coworker moved to South Carolina, and I was like, how's that weed down there? And she's like, I, I don't know how to buy it from anyone. And I was like, it's so easy. You just go to a park, mm-hmm. and you found you just like find like the coolest bro you see. Uh, and you just walk up to them, and you go, hey, you puffed that loud. <laughs> and she was like, what? I'm not going to say that. And I was like, yeah, you are. You're going to go up and say, hey, you puffed that loud. I, I remember times where I didn't know how to get weed. Mm-hmm. And big people have asked me how to get weed, which is like – I obviously give the impression of a cool, cool bro who stones yeah. out. Yeah. But like it doesn't – asking me is not the most efficient way. I'm definitely at that point where like I'm grandfathered into my weed resources. Okay. So that's now like – until it becomes legal, which it will within like a year mm-hmm. here, if this – service disappeared i would be lost i would have no idea how to find one again i was like ask i will i i was dming the mike gravel kids uh-huh. today so yeah. maybe they'll help me get weed the gravelanche baby and we're gonna talk about those guys in a little bit yeah i want to start before we do any any site zootropics nootropics mm-hmm. drugs there's um, new tropics baby um i want to um invite you all to come to our party yeah it is not at the usual it's not because there's a lot of rumors. It's not because we're fighting with the usual. Uh-uh. It's not because I slid into their DMs and said, more like unusually lame. Wow. That didn't happen. Yeah. Um, what happened was there was a flood. Yeah. Just like in Exodus. Right. Or like that, like how I've been like flooding those streets. Oh, yeah. With that. Honestly, good wine. it's like Katrina in the yeah. sense that it really made my life very bad. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're at Mimi's now. Yeah. Classic. Classic. Classic location for us. It is BYOB and bring your own snacks. That is what Bill has said. Here's what I'm saying. Daddy duck to the rescue. If you don't if you go and you don't fucking buy a bottle of wine, I swear to God, I will make I will make Tuesday I will make the streets run round of You're blood. Make Tuesday look like Wednesday. I will make Tuesday look like Tuesday and everyone's like, Where are you? Oh, he's lost. Yeah. He here's 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 what it is, right? Here's what it is. Tell us what it is. Bring one, buy one. Bring one, buy For one. Every bottle you bring, you have to buy one also. It's one in, one out. And we're not keeping track, but I'm keeping track. And you have to wonder, can I drink more wine than duck? And the answer is no. And honestly, though, it's I'm also... I'm going to be sharp as a tack. You've heard me get drunk. God is keeping track. God, I mean, it's yes. It's God's big week. Yes. It's God's big weekend. We got Passover. Yep. We got Easter. We got his favorite holiday, 420. Mm-hmm. We have got a second good Friday tomorrow. Good Friday. We have we got great good Charlotte Monday. Friday. <laughs> <laughs> we have Disgorgeous Anniversary Party, mm-hmm. which is, we all know, God's favorite day. Yes. Um, so don't mess with him. Don't mess with him. Yeah. So um, there will be no glasses of wine at this fucking party. It's only bottles. Only bottles. Don't be a lame Don't be a lame There's going to be bottle specials. We might order some pizza. I would just say have a light snack before you go there so you don't hurl in their bathroom. Secondly. Secondly. If you're not listening to this literally on Monday, disregard. Go back in time and skip everything yeah, you, you missed heard. the party. You I'm missed so the sorry. party. It was last night or mm-hmm. two days ago or like three years ago. Assuming you found this podcast three years in the future. Or like 500 years in the future. <laughs> and they're like, ah, oh, interesting. This is right before 
President Donald Trump. So how about that Mueller report, guy? Yeah. Welcome to Discorgious. It's a podcast about wine. I'm Duck. I'm dumb. Okay. That, we should just do it that way every That's time. That's good. It's easier. I felt right. Hey, I never realized before, but we're D&D. Oh. All right. Um, what, uh, so we're doing weed wine. We're doing weed with green wine. We've, we've threatened to do this episode for a long time. I've had this bottle for a mad long... For, like... A gnarly amount of ages, yeah, bro. We need to we need to definitely dedicate ourselves to using weed vernacular this yeah. episode. So like it's been a hell of a long time, like for real. It's been like not chill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been um I'm trying to think what Stoner say. All I remember Stoner saying are slurs, so I can't <laughs> use any of those. Um uh so this is I, I thought of some episode names. Okay. The Green Wine New Deal. That's good. Thank you. Um. What else? I thought of that name. Okay, so when you said some names, I was hoping you'd take the riff. Yeah, and we um, just <laughs> yeah, they say what, they riff two wines. Yeah. Um. Uh. Um. Four twenty twenty vision. That's not. This good. good. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. Bernie four twenty twenty. Great. 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 Okay. I'm gonna Bernie one down. Bernie down the house. Um. Wait. Why oh, is this about Bernie Sanders now? Oh wait. Oh. What child? Things are going to get weedier. Oh, man. It tastes like um, dark chocolate with weed in it. Yeah. So um, the winemaker who made this is asked to um, remain nameless. Great. For a couple reasons. One, Great. it's the masked magician from the Fox special. Right. Makes Does magic tricks. Oh, I, I was assuming it was the guy from um, The Secret Singer or whatever that show is called. It's also like that. Yeah. Two, he um, apparently puffs a lot of this magic dragon mm-hmm. and is scared about Los Capitos. Yeah. Which is Spanish for the cops. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was the cups. No, that's la copotos. Okay. Um, and so this is from Priorat, 100% Carignan and Gange. Um, the Gange is fermentado con las grepos. Now, do you know, did you talk to this mystery producer? I've about- talked to him. What? I've talked to him, yes, about this. About this. Yes, it's it's, it's he puts in like a cheesecloth thing and it's like like left leaves it hanging out there. So my question is does he do like the thing where he like heats it first? I don't know that actually. So when I was talking to, to the producer who made mine, who will be named. Okay. Um he was saying that, you know, and I, I, I remembered this from my bad boy days. Mm-hmm. Um you guys remember. Yeah, we, we've all heard about your bad boy days. Tell us again. Well, I mean, if people want to read about it, they can pick up my memoir. Um, Less than zero. It's called uh, A Dumb One Too Far. Okay. Oh, that's um, very good. Thank you. A Dumb Also Rises. <laughs> uh, what you have to do to activate weed if you're not going to smoke it is you have to heat it somehow. I love the phrase, activate the weed. Yeah. <laughs> General, activate the weed. No, I, al- it's alcohol soluble as well. It's soluble, mm. but so what, what you do is the the heating of it transforms it from like THCA to THCB. Okay, I don't know what the differences between those mm. are, except for one more like THC Beyonce. One does to your brain, and one doesn't do to your brain. Okay, this does to I've had this before. Right, so he probably did. I think it's called like carboing it or something. He maybe not, carboed it. Not that kind of carbo, mm-hmm. like not carbonic, but some way you just like heat it to like two hundred degrees, so it like activates. And then you can put it in like whatever the fuck you and want. So I've heard about um about weed wine. I've I've drank weed wine before, but I've always drank it after having a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this doesn't work at all. I can I don't feel anything. 
um, is that it's a body high. It's not particularly good at like delivering insane brain things to you. Yeah. It's did you just pull weed? I out? thought I pulled a stem out, but I think it was a piece of cork. Okay, because the stems are the part that make you infertile. I'm not worried about that. Yeah, nice. I've got like 20 kids. Um, uh, this is actually tastes better than I thought it would be. It's really good. My so, history, like with weed wine, has always been a I've been drunk already, and b I've been like, well, this just tastes like someone like ashed a bowl in a, my glass of wine. I didn't realize it. There's like a little bit of a weedosity to it. Yeah. Um, I mean, like it it tastes like a vermouth. Um, mm-hmm. and the, the, it's also, it's hundred percent carrying on from pre-rot. So it's like, it's a big boy. Um, I can't say much about the winemaker, but I'll say, actually I can say everything but his name. Yeah. Uh, he's the best gardener I've ever met in my life. Wow. Um, incredible cherries, uh, and were placed in, um, the high times cannabis cup off of some shake he found in his pocket. Wait. He's an incredible winemaker and like. So wait, fr- how did he, if he placed. In the High Times Cannabis Cup. And that's like written... His name is written down. Yeah, but we're not going to find it. And like, this is... I mean, this is told by the Spanish importer. So who knows what, what's the honest in that? Sure, sure. Importers always lie. Importers always... But his, uh, he submitted Shake uh-huh. to High Times and was placed like quite high mm-hmm. off of weed that he didn't think was worthy of like smoking. Hell yeah. So and the, his loud was loud. The thing that, like, I was talking about this episode with some coworkers and some other industry people, um, and someone was like, "Man, it'd be cool if like winemakers grew weed with their vines." And I was like, "That's what literally every winemaker I've ever met does." Winemakers love I'm love to Beaujolais. puff that magic dragon. I'm talking Burgundy. I'm talking Rioja. I'm talking anywhere. So- this was bottled in a very small bottle, yeah. which is a sign of potency. Yeah, I'm maybe nervous. I was, too. A, I'm a little bit nervous. We just, we've almost drank this bottle now, and it. Um, are you feeling it? I mean, I've never been high before, so what does it feel like? I think I'm fucking feeling it. Man. I think I'm fucking. I, we gotta, I gotta call the cops, man. <laughs> like fucking shit. We gotta fucking call the cops. Um, what was the first time you ever got high? Like, oh my god. Uh, I remember smoking weed in high school and it didn't work. It wasn't until I got to college that I finally unlocked the secrets, mm-hmm. I think. And uh, uh, my then-girlfriend didn't like it when I smoked weed. I didn't like the idea of it, so I had to hide it from her. Great. It's always good to hide things from people I'm you love. I'm fantastic at this. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I puffed some herb and I was playing uh, Def Jam Fight for New York, a classic video game with my, with my mates. Yeah. And I just college started giggling. Just like giggling. And I was like, I think I broke my brain. Yeah. And then... Uh, You've been normal ever since. I've been normal ever since. What about you? The first time you, you got lounded. So I was like, you know, I was a good boy mm-hmm. in high school. Uh, and then I fell off the deep end and started drinking. Okay. Big mistake. Started hanging with the wrong crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember being already so... Because I didn't drink until my senior year of high school mm-hmm. like i started going really hard yeah and i'm a big dude so everyone would be like i bet you can drink a ton i was like yeah i bet you're right i bet you're right let's People see what happens me when i'm drunk oh um, and so then like someone just was like oh here's a joint but like you probably won't get your high your first time and i was like yeah right and and do I you remember that phrase the entire thing like, people are like oh you'll never get high the first time and yeah i don't think 
I think it's just kids don't know how to smoke weed. Well, yeah, it's just that you don't pull it into your lungs. Yeah. Yeah, you just Bill Clinton that shit. But I remember thinking it was like a magic thing. Like, oh, yeah. you can't get high. Your body has to learn what to do with the molecules. <laughs> yeah, no way. That's a fucking true fact. And if you're a doctor and you're listening, that's stop. Like when, <laughs> that's like when kids would be like, um, yeah, you can't get pregnant if like you're chewing on a cherry stem. Like, uh, I don't think so, bro. Um, but yeah, I remember getting... Uh, extremely, extremely high and listening to Damn It Feels Good to Be a Gangster and being like, I finally got this. This is my second reference <laughs> to that song in like three weeks, but that it, that was my favorite song senior year of high school um, mm. because I was very hard. I, Not you, with my penis, but like Well, your penis streets. is probably hard sometimes too. Sometimes it was. I got really into weed when I um, moved to, when I studied in Morocco. Yeah. Because I would, um, I was going through a uh, very fun breakup, a totally normal one and uh, everyone can probably assume I'm really good at breakups, but here's the thing. I'm very bad at them. Sure. So I just – I was reading The Time Traveler's Wife, mm-hmm. doing my Arabic homework. Wow. And getting lightning high in the street with, like, old men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a, called Moroccan Golf. They have a long, long, long pipe, like four feet long. They put a little ball of hashish at the end. They light it, and then they swing their head up while taking a, bluff, a uh-huh. blow. And they say, oh, you're playing Moroccan Golf. <laughs> also, every 60-year-old Moroccan dude can roll a joint one-handed. Yeah. They love to smoke weed because God says doesn't say anything about it. Right. That's like that cool, like, by omission, like, well, Jesus never specifically said I'm not supposed to spit in people's faces. Yeah, so that's what I do. Yeah. Um, that's fucking smart. Yeah, so I was um, getting really high in the desert listening to Tom York. It was, like, Ooh. my first lounge songs. That sounds amazing. This is episode's going to be insufferable. We should probably get to some topics other than talking about great smoke weed well, stories. Well, I mean, the topic is weed, and we're going to have to talk about more. Um, I have one more. And then we one more. To, okay. The, the, the time I've been the surest I was about to die. Oh, I love those stories. And it wasn't like um, a, just a paranoid breakdown, which I've had plenty of those. This was my life actually was in danger. And I was in Rioja, and I was visiting a winemaker. Okay. And they had their sister come over with, like, a grocery store bag full of weed that they grew. Mm-hmm. Ditch weed. Like, stems, seeds, whatever. But they just, like, sorted that shit so quickly. They just, like, poured down the table. That's cool. Like, five-year-old kids are, like, running around singing songs. They're just, like, pulling the stems, pulling the seeds out, rolling joints, rolling joints, rolling joints, getting obscenely high. And then the winemaker goes, all right, time to drive you guys back to your hotel. <laughs> Tight. And we piled into the back of a like a Land Rover, like the kind with the seats don't have seatbelts mm-hmm. in the back, and they're facing each other. And he was driving probably 3,000 miles an hour on sandy, windy roads throughout Rioja, singing a song about how high he was Winemakers in Spanish. love to drive intoxicated. <laughs> and he would like be leaning like over the seat, like looking at us, like... <laughs> Speaking in Spanish to like five people who didn't speak Spanish and being like, ah, blah, 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 blah. and then like the guy would be like, um, the translator would say, he's talking about how he's never been this high in his life. And I'd be like, why isn't he looking at the road? Um, I survived. Um, when, um, when, I, when, I, when I moved to Morocco after studying there, mm-hmm. it was Ramadan. Um, oh, yeah. And so uh, Sick. I, my, my, we called him Cousin Muhammad. He wasn't my cousin. His sure. name was Muhammad. Right. He was a fishmonger. And um, every Loved day, among that fish. right after the call to prayer, mm-hmm. he'd spark up like the fattest joint. <laughs> and like the first couple days, he's like looking at me. And then afterwards, he's like, come here, man. Yeah. And he would just light it and look at me like, 
have you ever met a Jew? And I'd be like, nah, dude. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, player. We're good. I do love that moment where someone looks at you and like decides that you're chill. Uh, the, the, in, in Morocco, when they decide you're chill, it is almost always that question. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, this wine is delicious. Um, it's working, BT Dubs. Yeah, I'm getting high as yeah, fuck. Um, this no, episode might be bad. This is... <laughs> it's not going to get better. Um, so Carignan, we love Carignan. People know this. Um, what do you think that the THC units of this wine are? Oh, it's definitely like a, a twenty-nine bricks of THC. There's a lot of bricks of THC. <laughs> so um, last time I had this, I remember with my boss, uh, who did not have any. He would never have had any, and he didn't know I was drinking. Bosses it definitely don't no. do anything. Um, Bad. I was with my coworker. I was the only one doing it. Yeah. In fact, it was just me. Everyone you else held the winemaker down and made him make it for you. Yes. against his own will. Yeah, no one wanted me to have it, and I yeah. said, "I I need this lound in my ground, which is what I call my tummy." Yeah, and um, uh, being so so stoned and trying to figure out if a wine was corked, and just like, <laughs> <laughs> and then like. You know the thing where you get like super high, so you don't want to voice your opinion. So yeah. it's like five minutes later, and you're like, "Kind of wet dog, huh?" Okay, and you just kind of go back and sit in your chair. Yeah. So it was a good day. So I can't wait to do that here. So that's the day that you found out you wanted a dog. No, the, the, the corking smells like a wet dog. Oh, like a wet dog. Oh, I want a dog. Oh no, no. Oh boy, we're doing this now. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we've gotten lounded, yeah. Um, I want to talk about the. 2020 uh, Democratic uh, candidates. Awesome. I was thinking about how everyone's really waiting to hear how we feel about them. Sure, sure, This sure. is a podcast about wine. Yeah. So, who do you like? Well, I have a lot of feelings. Okay. Let's talk about Mayor Pete. Mayor Pete seems like a chill dude. Chill dude. You smoke weed with him? I would probably smoke weed with him. I think he would smoke weed with me. I heard that he does not know what weed smells like. Well, he does like fish, which is like for me a negative, but does mean he probably has smelled weed, so he's a liar. I actually think that people who say they like fish in 2019 yeah. have actually never smoked weed. I, you actually might be right on it's that. It's like a powerful like uncle who doesn't go to parties energy. Right. It's sort of how like uh, – who was it? Kamala Harris who said she was listening to that really cool hip-hop album in college, but she went to college in like 1933 or something, mm-hmm. and it wasn't out yet. You know what's awesome? Yeah. Both Mayor Pete and Kamala Harris, their their parents are Marxist scholars. Hell yeah. So they must be so disappointed in their kids. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder – that's probably how my dad feels about this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so I have, I actually have a dark horse candidate for okay. president in 2020, and I want you to hear me out. It's Who? Weird Al Yankovic. Yep. And I read an article today, which I haven't been able to stop thinking, um, in the magazine Current Affairs. Oh, oh. About oh, we, how oh, oh, look at this guy. UHF, the movie that came out in 1989, is actually an allegory for how capitalism uh, is evil and how like you can use socialism 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 yep i'm getting high uh and i haven't been able to stop thinking about how this movie that involves eating a hot dog and a twinkie <laughs> is actually about socialism and i love it even more um i don't know if i've ever seen that i've seen it but i've never really seen it have you ever seen it I, weed i've seen that movie but it's been like you know french kissing so right i mean course, i don't remember course. much other than like i hope i don't fuck this up i hope i don't fuck this up <laughs> how do i take off a bra but apparently weird i think is secretly uh, a socialist so he gets my vote um that's great um so here's a note i wrote 
when I was drunk. Weird. My spring look, I want to dress like a Mega Man villain. Mm. And then, in parentheses underneath it, multiple layers. (laughs) (laughs) I love my notes I get from so drunk me. So you're like, layer man? Like, so it's what like, is your power? It's like if I get defeated, i like, aha. Uh-huh. That's not my final form. Like, I shed my sweater, and so I've like, got another unimpeachable look underneath it. It's like if Dr. Wily invented the Pokemon. Yes. And then they get to keep evolving into new kinds of Pokemon. But it's like, the, the first layer, unimpeachable good look. Right. Second layer, oh, hell yeah. He's doing that with a cardigan. Third layer, flirty camisole. Mm-hmm. And like, wow. Each layer is like a different form. So like... I shed a lot of my armor for like speed and like laser beams. Sure, you get it. I mean, I'm I'm high, so of course I do. Yeah. So, what is your summer spring summer look? <sighs> uh, let's go spring because summer's not here yet. Okay. Um, I've been really thinking about getting a bomber jacket. I want to. Can I just make one comment here, please? This really is work. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I thought yeah. we were going to have to pretend to be high. Nah, I am unable to stop chatting. I'm very glad that you didn't. <laughs> your suggestion that we drink a little bit first and then wait twenty minutes did not gain any oh, traction. We'd be gaming so hard right now. Oh man! <laughs> so bomber jacket, like yeah. Karamo does. Yeah, let's I, be honest. He's my favorite, and he looks so good. Everlane has a really good one. I almost bought Everclear. Everlane. Oh, okay. Um, it's but the band Everclear doesn't have one. Everclean doesn't ever Everclean. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I think bomber. I've never had a bomber, a real true bomber. Like I've had like a startup jacket, like mm-hmm. I have that Celtics one I wear, and it feels like it's dipping the toe into the bomber world. I'm nervous. I think it would look good on you. You think so? But the problem is your shirts. You wear your shirts a little long. Yeah, and so they poke out underneath the bomber. That's jacket. the problem, right? Yeah, I gotta do that French tuck. Shit, man, we're really getting shit sorted today. <laughs> yeah. Would you go shopping for a bomber jacket with me? Oh my god, I was hoping you were going to ask me that. Yeah, let's do it. That would be like a really fun day. Oh, and then we'll pick out like a nice like denim thing for you. Do you think that um, we can raffle off tickets to go shopping with us to our fans? <sighs> Sound off in the comments if you'd like to come shopping with us. They also have to buy everything, right? I I don't know what level of dom we're on, <laughs> but we're on whichever one we can get away with. Great. Um. Hey, so speaking of Findom, Notre Dame, huh? You're really jumping around from topics. What does Findom mean? Um, just... Financial domination. It's, oh. It's like when you, you give a lady money on the internet. I thought Findom was like a subset of like sexual proclivity that involved dolphins. Or sharks, if we sure. want to talk about our favorite topic. <laughs> um, it's, it's financial. So um, the church burned uh-huh. down. Right. Extremely sad. Sure. No one wants to burn a church. Well, there are people who do, and they're not good people, usually. Um, so what I was wondering, what's lamer? The people who are donating money to the richest organization in the world? Yeah. Or the people who are scolding everyone on Twitter about how you shouldn't be sad about it because of colonialism? Right. Who's worse? Both are bad. It's sort of similar to like... um. When Comey got fired and people were like raising money to give to him because he lost his job, but yeah. like, but the man worked for the CIA for so long, he's a bad person. It's exactly the same. Yeah, right. I'm so R.I.P. Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean that sucks. Notre Dame is beautiful. Can I say that more Anglo? Yeah, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Dame. But I want to say worse. So wanna... Notre Dame, Daniel. <laughs> 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 This is a fucking terrible episode. <laughs> the good, the good news is we haven't stopped talking. 
<laughs> like in my mind, we're gonna listen back, and it's gonna sound like it's at one and a half speed, but it's actually only at one speed. Yeah. Um. How many minutes have we done? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Three hours. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, it's Tuesday. Um. Oh, we've done about half an hour. Whoa. Yeah. I would have any number you said would have been correcting me. <laughs> like I have no way of telling about time. Yeah. Who would be your dream 2020 candidate? That's a great question. Um, yeah. His name is Bernie Sanders. Okay, but, obviously. But, uh, but like, if he was a little younger and like, if he wanted to have a sleepover at my house? I wish – oh, man. I wish – yeah, I do wish Bernie Sanders was like um, a really healthy 62. Yeah. Yeah, instead of like a very not healthy 109. Um, I, honestly, Warren's doing really great stuff, I think. Yeah, Warren is awesome. Yeah. She's my second favorite. Um, I also really like Mike Gravel. Yeah, you do understand he's not actually running. Like, I know, but I, I like, like his kids are making a joke. Those aren't his kids. Oh, they're not. Those are just some kids. Oh, I thought they were his grandchildren. No, they're just some kids. <laughs> they're just some Twitter kids. Yeah, and like he's like, doing all these epic clapbacks. Yeah, and like doing like like cool memes. Mm-hmm. It's evil what they're doing. Sure, but it's for a good cause. But I love him, and I he's invited on the podcast. Yeah, or the kids. Yeah, or the kids can like. Like just manipulate them like weekend at Bernie's, and mm-hmm. they can all be on the podcast. I bet Mike Ravel can fucking drink. I mean, I'm ready to drink with a gravel inch. Here's the episode: Mike Gravel soil. Oh shit! We only drink wines grown on gravel. Yes, <laughs> and then we tickle them. We canonically call gravel gravel from now on. We're French. Yeah. <laughs> um. Cool. Cool. You feeling it? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, what Fuck do you yeah. think, man? I don't know, man. We're both on the we're both like in comfy poses on the yeah, couch. It's kind of fun. Let me just lay this out. Lay it out, man. I had my company's trade tasting on Tuesday. Nice. Today is what Thursday, maybe. It's I don't know. Time isn't real. It's Thursday, man. Um, for those not in the biz, the trade tasting, the portfolio tasting. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. You're in one room, but you still walk seven miles because you're, people are coming in to taste your company's wines, and you walk in circles and circles and circles, and you say hi to everybody, and you shake hands, and you taste wine. Um, yeah, we can move on. And, um, and so I've, I've been exhausted. I had winemakers in Monday night. They like to drink. Yeah, they love to, drink, to do drinks. How to do a drink with them. Tuesday, on my feet all day. We got blackout on Sunday, too. We got blackout on Sunday, too. And then on Tuesday night, I'm going out winemakers i'm getting drinks mm-hmm. wednesday night guess what getting drinks well power nap but yeah mm-hmm. and also i had a couple beers so here oh but that am. doesn't count it's thursday and i'm exhausted and i'm really glad that we're doing weed wine and not like an actual topic that i would have had to do like research on and be smart about you know the scythians used to drink weed wine like revenge of the skiff yeah they're horse people they're primitive horse people from the steppe oh like centaur <laughs> um uh they used to they used to do this they used to do step aside they used to... <laughs> my favorite biggie small song <laughs> um, <laughs> this is such a bad episode <laughs> this is why we haven't done this well we got it out of the way at least you know yeah um if you guys donate to our patreon which is patreon.com backslash discordious i can yeah. say that because i'm high i'm not drunk yeah um We'll do a cocaine episode, 100%. We, we should probably just run through all of the Class C narcotics, you know? Actually, what is – how much money do we need to get a month for us to do a cocaine episode? 
Well, I mean, how much cocaine do you want to do? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna cost you. Then that's the thing about cocaine. We will do a hundred dollars worth of cocaine. I'll take about twenty minutes. We're gonna do for yeah. the rest of the episode. Okay, so maybe we'll do. <laughs> if we hit five hundred dollars a month, yeah. we'll do one cocaine episode, and we'll do it in a state where you can do cocaine, like Tennessee, yeah, or Canada, yeah, where it's legal, yeah. Come out of your business, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Damn, you're on fire, dude. Oh, man. You're really funny. I'm, I don't think you. Do Imagine you think, if I was also wearing a bomber jacket. Do you think our fans are listening to this like, I can't wait to smoke weed with these guys? <laughs> or if they're like, I can't believe that I'm listening to this? Um, I don't know, man. I don't think of our fans as um, people. Okay. I think of them as monsters. I will just say that yeah. some of our fans, I've been doing some... Uh, Instagram stakeouts, uh-huh. where I've been uh, following babes on Instagram. Like, uh, what defines a babe? Like famous babes. Like, oh, uh, okay. Like, like, um, like Harriet like, Tubman. <laughs> I don't know what I thought. No, of. No, dude, just roll with that. Okay, um, not exactly, but I, I like. I was just what trying to think at. of a historical woman, and she's the only one I thought of. She's a babe. <laughs> she's a babe. Honestly, like, I, there's nothing more babely than like helping Mrs. people. Lincoln. Yeah. Um. Well, Mrs. Lincoln beat up Abe a lot. She did? Yeah, but she beat up a dude, so that's actually... That's sick. That's good. Yeah. Canonically. Great. So, um, I've been following a lot of like underwear model babes. Got it. Capital B babes. Mm-hmm. And this has been a thing I've been doing, because I've been seeing how many of my mutuals... I don't like any of their posts, because sure. that's like a very deep level of creep. Uh-huh. But I've been seeing how many of my mutuals do. Right. I just want you to know... You guys are all fucking called out. You're keeping it like I a have a little bit of a list. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a thirst trap spreadsheet. It's a fun thing. And I'm seeing how many of y'all are liking like underwear girls' pictures and you're not liking my selfies. Oh. And it's just like, well, jealousy looks petty as fuck on y'all. How come you're not doing any underwear pics? How many Patreon donations a month do we need? I would be happy to do patreon i think that would be cool yeah that would make us like erotic workers <laughs> <laughs> i'll donate like 12 bucks a, a month if someone donates 69 bucks a month we'll send them underwear pictures <laughs> maybe not maybe not i don't know let's let's have I'm our lawyer check this one out um should we try the second weed wine i'm doing good man we don't need any more wine <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me finish this last sip are you guys having fun? I'm asking you, the listener. What I want you to do is I want you to answer out loud, and I want you to know that I will hear you because time is an illusion and that the entire universe is really nothing but preventing you from achieving your goals. So I want you just to close your eyes and whisper yes or no. Kevin, what do you hear? Hearing a lot of yeses. A lot of yeses. I love you guys. Yeah. I hope you're feeling happy about yourself. I'm really happy I made ourselves like a munchie spread for this episode. I'm not even looking at it because once I start, once you pop that you're that seal, crunching <laughs> on that mic. Yeah, we got cheeses, we got meats, we got mustard, we got pickles. I'm, I'm looking at those pickles and I'm thinking like, uh, can't gherkin. wait to get them. It's gherkin tag. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm 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 gherkin. <laughs> <laughs> gherkin for certain. <laughs> um. So this is this is the. New wine we're drinking. It is from my now very good friend, Mike Roth. Okay. Mike Roth is the winemaker for an amazing winery called Lo-Fi. Lo-Fi. Out of Santa Barbara. More like Lo-Hi. Yeah, for real. Low-key high. Yeah. Um, they fucking rule, for the record, buy their wine from me. Secondly, um, they're making good 
real wine in Santa Barbara, which has a history of making really bad wine. Oh, yeah. I don't know any good winemakers in Santa Barbara. Well, now you know one. I was kidding. I do know one. <laughs> My dude, Ian. Yeah. They're mortal enemies. Are they? No, I'm just kidding. I think they like each other. Um, Get a picture of them together. Oh, yes. Prove it. Um, but Mike was, I asked him, I was like, can I say that you made this? He said, fuck yeah. I forgot in California it's like legal and shit. It's cool. So no copacitas. Where I am. I'm in California. Um, so I asked him a few questions about this. This is a vermouth. Vermouth. Um, that he made with, it was late harvest Sauvignon Blanc. That he didn't add any sugar to it. Yeah. No, I know it's red. It's the things he put in it that made it red. Ooh, that's my favorite Timothy O'Leary novel. So it's, uh, I asked him about like what the, um. The things you put in it that weren't weed? Chinchona. Not sure. That's what I call all my ladies. Yeah. Hey, Chinchona. Um, bitter orange peel. That's what I call all my fellas. Hey, bitter orange peel. <laughs> Time. An illusion. That's what I call the that. thing that's going to end me. Black peppercorns. Not touching that one. Gentians. <laughs> Hibiscus. <laughs> Hibiscus. Sweet basil. Nice. That's Galingal. me. I don't know what Galingal Oh, no, that's, um, that's that uh, MIA song. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Wormwood. Uh, licorice root, period, and weed. Uh, the weed strain is a cross between catatonic and bubbleberry. Oh, that sounds La Cumbra. Boy, that sounds like a, this is a good thing for my brain stems. Yeah. So this is what this is. Um, he did do the carb thing. I don't think that's what it's called, but whatever it is, where he cooked it first before putting it in. Oh my goodness! This is a, a vermouth con hoyedo. Whoa. Hey, if you're a winemaker and you listen to our podcast and you do make a weed wine, just send us a bottle. We will we'll do this every episode. This is fucking chill, man. I like this. I love this. This is actually we didn't mention this. The first wine was good as hell too. Yeah, if that was just a Carignan, I would have really liked it. It is a little herby because it has gone. So have we ever talked about like like we haven't, I know, because I've been here for every episode. Um there actually like is a history, not just with vermouths, which like are the most like common one now but there is a history of like herbifying wine the greeks and the romans would drink wine with salt water with lead with little boys in there so delicious um dog honey Mm -hmm. um they did a lot of gross things they also used sulfites to preserve their wines which is like that's probably the most vile thing they would burn stuff and put sulfites sick yeah man but honestly that's gross and no one should use sulfites for wine am i right True. Say it. Say it. Say it back. No one should use sulfites for wine. That's right. That's a disgorgeous opinion. Um, I don't really agree with that. But anyway, actually, I don't either. I kind of maybe I do. I had a really great conversation with Mike Roth, this winemaker who is a goddamn gem. Does he relate to Mike Ravel because of their names? Probably. Um, and Eli Roth. It's really weird. And wow. Philip Roth and Philip K. Dick. Um. He kind of reminds me of Seth Rogen, but with a really long beard. Okay. Because he just, like, laughs with, like, a really joyous, cherubic face. Okay. Um, he hates biodynamics. And this is something that you and I have been talking about a lot. Okay. He said, biodynamics aren't real. I said, what are you talking about? He said, homeopathy is a myth. Yep. And uh, mysticism doesn't belong in uh, when you're talking about science. Which, as a person who subscribes to CoStar, I felt like would rub you the wrong way. Yeah, dude. Um, you guys can add me on CoStar. But he he was like, fuck biodynamics. He's like, and obviously he's like, yeah, organics can be manipulated. Like there are things that you use that are, because organic, they're also bad for the earth. Um, but he was like, I don't think that putting like three parts per million of like a bacteria into like a thousand square 
acre property adds any like probiotic things to the earth. And that made a lot of sense when you said it. Biodynamics is probably bullshit. Um, I, I agree. Like I, I, I don't – and maybe we've talked about this. I don't think the practices are helping the soil. I think it's doing the practices. It's like right. biodynamics is so stringent that it requires you to do everything absolutely according to a book. Yeah. So so do you – are you familiar with the story of the, the brown M&Ms? Yeah, we, this is we my talked story. about this. This is my story. I think we've yeah. talked about this. It's not your story. It's but I've said Ozzy Osbourne. But we've said this before in the sure. podcast that like it, the the by doing that on a rider, it wasn't about actually having the brown. M&M's you you better tell the story just for our dumb fans. Okay, so basically, there's a, a apocryphal story probably about I don't know Ozzy Osbourne or ACDC. What are those guys? Mentions. Tell us the band. Cool. Um, who put in their rider? Maybe it was Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. That um, they wanted a bowl of just the brown M and M's, and so the reason they did that was because when they walked into the dressing room, if they saw the bowl of just brown M and M's, they knew that they had actually read through the entire rider, and it wasn't about that, but it was about the other things that were more important, like don't put the pyrotechnics next to my dick so my dick doesn't burn off, yes, and shit like that. So like, okay, you paid attention. It's like that thing where like your teacher's like, make sure you read the whole test before you start. And the last question is like, if you got this far without answering anything, turn it in with your name and you get 100 points. Yes, exactly. Just to prove a fucking stupid pedantic point. Thank you, Mr. Teacher. Mm-hmm. I know that. Or Mrs. Teacher. That was rude of me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, I, I think it's exact. I mean, I do. I've had biodynamic winemakers explain to me that biodynamism works. Mm-hmm. I have also. Uh, I've dated a lot of homeopaths. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not real. It's not. I mean, like, um, I obviously say it is when I'm there, right? Um, uh, uh there's a a woman who I used to see whose whose mother was a kinesiologist, mm. and I would have to hold batteries in my hands, and she'd press on my joints and ask me if I was lying. Wow, that didn't feel manipulative. Yeah, that felt cool. <laughs> that was always fun. I was like, "What questions are you going to ask me?" And she's like, "I can always find out the truth, but I'm just going to ask your body if it's sick. But if uh, I ever want to ask something important." I can find out. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, I mean, here, here's my thing. I When I think about farming practices in general. And she couldn't find out, for the record. I was fucking sneaking around. Well, you're a very good liar. Yes. Um, for me, the things that I think are important, you know, trying to be good to the earth, things that, like, really stick out to me are more like biodiversity. Like, mm-hmm. when people are planting crop covers and planting, you know, allowing grass to grow between the rows and things like that that means more to me than just like burying a horn with cow shit in it or you know harvesting or planting based on the biodynamic calendar but that part is like fun but i don't know how much i believe in it i i will say that like i do think i, I think you and i are pretty much on the same level here yeah i will say that my favorite wines generally tend to be grown biodynamically mm-hmm. and that also i've had winemakers who i presume are smarter than me yeah because they're not me and so right. they must be smarter Explain to me that the, the cow horns, actually, those are really good ways of getting X, Y, Z into the soil. And I can't help but know. I, I, I mean, I agree with them. And I also think, are you um, superstitious about the job? About the job? So like, when I bring a wine out and nobody buys it, I do it two times. I'm like, this is an unlucky wine. I don't want to bring this out. Oh. No, and like I get streaky. I do like little rituals to make sure stuff happens. But that's human nature. I mean, that's just life. We 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 are built to 
wow, we were really high. I have we lucky were, underwear I wear for like important sales days. We are built to recognize patterns, and when we see them, we assign significance to them. But patterns happen naturally in life. People say, oh, no, man, things are 50-50. Like, 50-50 means if you flip something 100 times, 50 times it's one thing. You got to tell me, man. Was it really? But it happened. It could be like 15 times in a row, then once something else, then 13 times in a row, then 20-something Have else. you ever read Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are Dead? I have, actually. That's fucking good, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I love that play. Yeah. We did it in, at my college. Did you read Arcadia, too? Mm, I think so. Arcadia has a tortoise as a character. Yeah. Who, wait, who's Arcadia by? It's also Tom Stopper. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stopper. Okay, yes, I did. Um, why did you bring that up? There's coin flipping and Rosencrantz right, yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. Um So also like Two Face from Batman. Oh yes, he's cool. Um, so the Mueller report. <laughs> What's our official take on the Mueller report? I don't know that we need one. Okay. I don't know if people are tuning to us for that. I would love to meet the person who was like, I got to know what these guys think about it. I think the Mueller report definitely um, wasn't done biodynamically. No. They released it on a read day, and that's why uh, the president is still the president. Do you think Mueller fucks? Yeah, he has kids. I mean, but do you think he fucks? <laughs> <laughs> I did see today that... Uh, Attorney General? No, what is he? Well, um, Will Barr? Yeah. Bill Barr? Yeah. Um, he looks exactly like the dad from Dinosaurs. That's true. Yes, he does. <laughs> that made me laugh out loud. We bring out the people. Dinosaurs guys a lot. I love that show, man. It was really good. We got to we gotta really tighten this up. We're... <laughs> well, we started talking about biodynamics. That was good. I mean, like, so, like, yeah, the, the, the thing with biodynamics is, like, I will say that when I'm actually drunk, I do believe biodynamics works. Yeah. Like, I think they're sort of like how like the the brown M M&M and M thing. Yeah, I also kind of think that whatever works for winemakers works for winemakers. And like, if you want to get all witchy and shit about right. it, like, I don't think it's necessary to shit on that. Well, to get to to make a sports metaphor, because streaks happen in sports, mm-hmm. and people get streaky and they have streaks of bad luck, and they get in their heads and they create superstitions. And like, the best coaches will always talk about how it is not beneficial to negate somebody's superstition nope because it's not about the superstition working it's not magic it's it's about creating um like a rote memorization and feeling comfortable so that when you're like at the foul line you just do your you know two dribbles on the right two dribbles on the left like adjust your shoe and shoot and it like sets your brain to like a very calm place and you're just better at doing the thing that your muscles need to do. But you are still saying that biodynamism is not real. And like I I I think I agree most of the time. I mean But there's I, a lot of time where maybe it is. Maybe send, there is a fucking magic. I sent you that article that that woman wrote and I don't I think read you read it. all of it. I, I I barely got past the first sentence. Her her basic thesis is like Biodynamics were created by Rudolf Steiner, who was racist. A, racist. Racist. He was a teetotaler. Yep. He didn't drink. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was basically coming up with theories with no scientific proof. Yeah. Um, Ger- so, German philosophy. That, he did the philosophy. Least, he did the least harmful German philosophy of that decade. Right. For sure. But she compares him to Freud. Yep. And being that like Freud was making shit up, and sometimes it looked like it was right, but that doesn't mean it was. There was no scientific method applied. There was no um, discussion of causality versus correlation. Um, and at, today we look back at Freud and we're like, maybe he had some like a couple of ideas that were like 
you could maybe flesh out more with science and but like most of it is disproven most of it is like just because you wanted to fuck your mom doesn't mean everybody wants to fuck their mom but here's the other thing i will just point this out that marx was writing about the same time mm-hmm. and like legitimately marx and Engels are some of the best social f- oh that's my yeast alarm for my yeast oh my god Marx and Engels are actually phenomenal social scientists and sure. are not super wrong about much. So it's possible that – You're just saying it's possible that someone from that time could be right about something. Yes. Sure. But what we're talking about, Marx came up with ideas and then there's been you know, hundreds of years of people you know, practicing them in different ways. But not doing, them, not doing some, them right in the case of the so- yeah. Soviet Union. They, it's not true Marxism. Don't worry, guys. Sure, absolutely, and that's the point. Like, it's not about whether the ideas are right or not, but the fact that we haven't actually done the work to see if they're right or not. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, by dynamism, it is. Um, so, it was invented at the same time as as modern Wicca was invented. Mm-hmm. Which, like, if you're practicing Wicca, I this is hopefully this isn't insulting to you. Um, is a creative tradition. It has absolutely no connection to like uh, something from the past. There's like documents of. Like, the modern witchcraft movement was, like, Aleister Crowley and shit. Like, yep. trying to, like, guess what people were doing for very real reasons. They were rich British people. They didn't know any actual riches, witches. And a lot of people who had old-style wisdom had been fucking murdered. Yeah. So, like, whatever. Like, And um, Bidenimism seeks to tap into that same energy. But it's, like, it's positing an unbroken chain when, in fact, the chain is so helplessly broken. Yeah. That, like, um, yeah. And, like, the mo- the moon shit. Maybe there's Actually, a lot of maybe. there's a lot of writing about how like people will point to um, like historically people would harvest on full moons because the they reason fucking they see yeah because they were harvesting at night and you could see better like there are practical reasons for it that may have nothing to do with like it pulling on our tides and blah blah I blah. Mean, people used to really pay attention to the moon because it was important. It was the original calendar actually. Yes, like there weren't calendars, there were moons. That's how you could tell when your lady was fertile. Yeah. Get that moon going. Um, I will say that. Here's the next thing, though. If we're willing to talk about like, throughout the mysticism of biodynamism, everybody talks about how um, terroir is not real, mm-hmm. or rather how the minerals don't go up into the grapes, and sure. no one's ever proven that. So if we're going to be like all scientifically rigorous about biodynamism, we should note that a lot of the things you and I believe and things that we have talked about sure. aren't real, too. By the same minerality standards. isn't real, you're saying? Mineral- I mean, I believe minerality is real. There's a perception of minerality that we're tasting, right? I agree with that, but at the same time, science has not been able to prove that. So there is something to stay that, like, maybe there are more things in heaven and earth than have been dreamt of by your philosophy. Wow. William Shakespeare said that. Who's he? He's, um, like, kind of like the Michael B. Jordan of plays. Oh, cool. He's, like, really good at it. Really good at it. Sick. Um, yeah, man, I mean, as far as minerality, I always try to think a bit less about, like, it feels very, like, um, reductive, not, like, wine-making reductive, but, like, to be like, oh, you think the plants are sucking the minerals out of the rocks? Like, I didn't say that, but, like, but, like, it's going to behave, like, the the plant itself is going to behave differently based on what it's sitting on and standing on and eating. Did did I tell you my biodynamism dream I had? Uh Uh-uh. So I had a dream a long time ago about um, like the days of the biodynamic calendar, uh-huh. where I was like, so I um, the person in the dream, um, it was a spirit that took the form of Casey uh-huh. and said to me, um, "No, of course the wine's not changing in the bottle. The wine's already dead." 
but what's changing with the calendar is you. Yeah, you did tell me this. Yeah, I think I told you that the first time I met you. <laughs> um, and like, sometimes I think there's something there. Yeah. Like, and like, it is, you know, it's it's the height of folly to assume that one is outside of the cycle of nature. Yeah. Um, so we can be impacted too. So we might not be able to notice things. Well, I think oh God, this is so high. We're fucking high and it's fine. The, the the major truth for me is that like jet fuel can't melt, melt steel beams. <laughs> That's the most important truth that you all have to come away knowing. Um, absolutely no. Every every experience in every moment is affected by a thousand inputs. <laughs> so how do we know? I, I'll taste a wine three times and it'll taste different three times. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it when you when you start doing this stupid fucking job a lot. You realize it's like there's a lot of work. It's not hard work, but there's like tasting wine isn't just like taste. Oh, it tastes like this. Very few people have palates that you have to fine tune. Do it. You have to like be like, wait, what am I tasting? What does this feel like? Let me taste that again. Oh, it tastes a little bit like. Oh, maybe it's actually more like this. Like, it's not a fucking science. It's an art. No, and like you know, it's crazy. I'll go to a building. With a bat, with a bunch of wine that's been open for interpret- with a bat, a bat, and I was like, threaten people, give me the money, buy this shit, and like they'll taste it, they'll put it in a glass, they'll swirl it, they'll take a sip, and then they'll you know write me a check for five grand or something. Right. It's like absurd. Sometimes when we think about it, like, did you really spend enough time with that? I mean, think about the fact that mouse. Please, if you buy wine for me, just know that I'm not talking about you. You're great. The fact that mouse only like some people can't taste it because they're literal. Uh, physiology is, is, doesn't allow it to occur I, in their mouth. I know what wines they get. <laughs> right, 100%. But that's also like, then who cares? Who's being hurt? It's like selling someone a poison that they're immune to. That's not a crime. Yeah. Plus, there's no jails anymore. The, so don't worry about yeah, it. Th- it's all chill. Um, What's our time limit? How far are we in this time? We've done 53 minutes. This is like, it could be an episode right now. Is this a no-cut episode so far? I mean, it has to be. Yeah, it feels it feels good. I'm not right. listening to this drivel again. Yeah, I would just, <laughs> this is posted on the internet. Let's post it tonight, man. I think like weed wine is cool as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, I am worried for the future where weed is legal, not just decriminalized, like legal in, in the country, and people start making like money, really bad weed wine for like three dollars. Like, like it's gonna be bad. There's gonna be like Franzia weed wine and like canned weed wines and like all kinds of weed. Oh, weed mead because it rhymes. But I mean, that's like a, that's like a, a straight up like I white, need weed. That's mead. like a white dude opinion. Like, like because yes, it's gonna get fucking lame as hell. But they're not gonna put black teenagers in prison for that. They'll find a oh. new. They'll find a new excuse. I'm not worried about them legal. Like, yeah, legalizing mm-hmm. and free everyone in jail. Um, I started with that. Yeah. Like, first free the nonviolent offenders and then free everyone else. There actually should be jails because I think Henry Kissinger should be in them. Mm, that's called a gulag. Okay. Cool. We should be in the gulag. <laughs> I think unless you're, you committed war crimes, um, you're like, come on, man. Don't do that. You're fucking cool, man. Like, fuck that, man. Don't do that shit. <laughs> yeah, just chill. Slap Yo, on the wrist, baby. If you're going to do war, like, do it cool, you know? Yeah, like, just do don't fucking, do the bad war. Do a fucking chill war. Like, I'm do talking, those, like, really just wars. I'm talking samurai swords. I'm talking about fucking... Oh, hell yeah. Fucking taking back the Holy Land. I'm talking about <laughs> dropping big bombs on people, but, like, it saved a lot of lives, too, you know? Yeah, dude, I'm, that's fine. I'm, I'm talking about, like, maybe you're starting a holy war, so you, like, you just fucking 
commandeer jet. You know what I mean? I dude? mean, if you're like, maybe you're an assassin, right? And you're in Egypt. Yeah, dude. And maybe like, mm, the Pharaoh's being a dick and his sister Cleopatra, like, should be on the throne. And you gotta, like, murder And a she's bunch a of smoke show. Yeah, she is a dime. Basically a cat, which in your society is the best thing you can be. Damn. Um, what are we talking about? Just wars, man. <laughs> I'm thinking like maybe start war because someone stole your wife. Oh, so you bring yeah. the entire flower of Greek manhood over to um, Asia Minor, and you're just on a beach, doing war, doing homosexuality, building yeah. horses, and you forget why you're even there. Yeah. Then, then all your heroes die because they got stabbed in the heels. But then you drink some weed wine, and you're like, ah, whatever, man. Sail of V, you know? I would have been such a fucking cool warrior. I'm no glad you worries, asked me bro. here the podcast. Like, can you imagine how fucking sick I would be with a samurai sword? I'm like, I thought I was joking, but I could, saying that, I was like, that's so cool. Like, imagine if we had John, swords. Don't. You are. <laughs> your one saving grace is that you're not the sword guy. Like, you are so close to being a sword guy, and no one wants that for you. This is actually an intervention. Like, we'll let you have the chameleons. Like, just please don't grow a ponytail. <laughs> um, I don't want to retract my preview. I think most wars are bad. Yeah. Great. Thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> yeah, I was doing irony, but I can't tell if our fans can understand my ironies. Yeah. I'm worried that one day I'll meet a fan who's like, those things you say about 9-11 made me think a lot. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Dude, I finally watched Loose Change, and I got some stuff to talk about. I actually think we should have a global caliphate. I'm like, cool, 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 cool. You're right. I think the truth is that, like, honestly, like, <laughs> I can't wait. It's to all about it. inner peace, you it's, know. Honestly, I think the I think the most powerful element in the universe, it's not nuclear, it's love. Oh damn, Ringo. Yeah, I love. <laughs> I do love Ringo. Like, whenever you watch old Beatles like interviews mm-hmm. and like. John says something profound and Paul says something silly. And then, like, Ringo opens his mouth. You can kind of feel the tension. It's like, oh, no, he's talking again. Well, he's like 10. <laughs> he was just, like, out there, like, fucking. Like, I guess will be a beat. Honestly, not a bad gig. Um, yeah, fuck yeah, Ringo. You can come over and hang with us anytime you want. Fucking, I, I know I just, I, I talked about Troy not being cool, but it is really cool. The war? Yeah. Yeah. It's like all these honorable contests, and it's it's insane. They were all in love with each other. Yeah, well, love is the greatest war, isn't it? Like, how crazy would it be? It's like it's like a reality TV show. You're like out there stabbing people, and everyone's in love with each other. Like Stab Island. Oh my god, we've got to make this reality show <laughs> of just like the crowd of like the most gender fluid warriors possible. Uh-huh. They're in love with themselves. They're in love with their enemies. They're in love with their friends. In love with their swords. And they've got one mission, to be the stabbiest. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, any final thoughts on weed wine? This, Mike, this is fucking delicious. Um, I love vermouth in general. I want to make a uh, Negroni with this. I think yeah. Fucking rip. Um, damn, when weed is legal, there's going to be some really good vermouth. That's like the right place for it, maybe. Um, I will say that I think it's cool to do the ancient Scythian beverage. Uh-huh. Um, again, I'm just constantly thinking about this reality show, and I'm trying to figure out how we can cast it. I think it'd be so fucking cool. Like, remember the UFC Ultimate Fighter doc uh, um, uh, reality show? 
No. What if they were all in love with each other? Cool. That would be so amazing. How do you make people be in love with each other? Uh, I've got ways. <laughs> <laughs> weed wine. Yeah, weed wine. Um, bless up to all of our fans. Yeah. Job bless. Um, I'm glad we finally did this episode so we can stop talking about it. Um, come to our thing on Monday. Um, oh God, should we release this on four twenty? You're drunk. What? We should just release this on four twenty, right? Uh, I guess we could. We'll talk about it. Is later. that tomorrow? Yeah, it's one of those days. All right. Um, yeah, come to our show. We love the. Uh, also, go to the usual when it reopens and just buy a bunch of wine. We'll probably just do like a another like takeover there some other time when they're back open. You know, they you're gonna find rule. me. You're gonna find me up in there. Doing burgundy and not making eye contact because mm-hmm. I'm scared of talking to strangers. Yeah. That's going to be great. You're really selling it. If you come to our party, don't look me in the fucking eyes. <laughs> what advice do you have for, for meeting you at the party? For meeting me? Yeah. Um, uh, dress me as sir. Yep. Um, give me $20. Yes. Um, buy me pizza. Mine are way more chill. No loud noises. Uh-huh. No sudden movements. No eye contact, and like if it looks like I want to go outside, let me go outside. My biggest thing is like, don't give John any knives. Oh no, I can't have knives. Do not give him. I know he talks a lot about swords and, and I'm stingers. Be... It's it's not a pretty thing. If you're at the party on Monday, I'm gonna just sneak up next to you. Like this is a good party. You got any knives? No. And it's your job to say no, even if you have knives on you, which you shouldn't. But if you do. No, the answer is always no. And I want to know. I'm in a very peaceful mood right now, so I'm going to tell you. I'm going to ask for knives. I can't help it. <laughs> Nothing gets me off more than asking for knives, and I got to get off on Monday. Just don't let me have those knives. Uh-uh. Well, are we done? <laughs> got more jokes. <laughs> thank you for listening. Patreon.com backslash Discorgeous. Um, thank you for a fucking great year. Uh. Thanks for listening to our weed wine episode. Yeah, um, I'm really grateful, actually. And uh, come to our party. We really meet. Really means a ton. We actually have fans, which is we insane. like to meet you. We like to talk to you, and um, we like to drink wine with people. Mm-hmm. And Kevin uh, does. Cool. I like to drink wine by myself, but I'll I'll do it with you guys. Yeah, that's true. Um, thanks, guys. No knives, no eye contact. Yeah, no knives, no wives. <laughs> okay. I guess I could bring my wife. No, no, no one can bring a wife canonically. Damn it. All right, bye. Bye. Discorgeous.